This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Fungible was meant as a compliment. Oh, I know what it means. Yeah. That's a great word. It's Morales, one of those words that sounds like an insult, but it's not. Morales had to look it up. He did? I guarantee you. Lock. Didn't know what it was. Did you know what it was, Bergman? Yeah, I knew what fungible meant. Yeah. You've used it very I have times. used I like the word fungible. That's, it's that's, a good word. It makes me sound smart. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. like some things make you sound smart. Like, let's do a thought experiment. I don't know what that is, but I think <laughs> you sound really smart. The other thing that makes you sound really smart, full stop. Like when you finish a sentence and you say full stop, it means you're really smart. What so if you I, say period instead of full stop? Period, Period, stop. end of story. Period, <laughs> full stop. If you combo those two, you're right. a genius. Oh, you're right. incredibly smart. Right. So I like to use the smart guy terms. Okay. So Bergman... Had a had an interesting sort of. We can just read directly from the thread if you I mean, would like that's to. Fine, I'm if you would like to, but just, go on, set it up. Just please. set it up, Bergman. So I was watching this video earlier today, and it was about this moose mm-hmm. that was running down the side in like Wyoming or North Dakota or something yep. like that. I'm holding up a finger for the number of moose mentioned, just to be clear. So, no, but, only one moose. Fine. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, but so then it jumps up, and it was just, it was terrible. Like hit this woman in the head. It was awful, but. I was start, I started thinking about it of just being like, why are multiple moose not meese? And I don't like the fact that this is how the English language works. If there is one goose, it's a goose. If there's two goose, it's a it's geese. So with two moose, it should be meese. And what was my response? How many moose have you seen? I know. Say it correctly. I don't know. You say I it. I said, how many times have you ever seen more than one moose in the same place? I don't okay. live in Wyoming <laughs> so or I, in that, North Dakota. That was my question. So I was just in Cheyenne, Wyoming, <laughs> okay. and I saw meese. You saw meese with did. your I eyeball. I saw meese. Three meese. <laughs> I saw three meese. <laughs> three blind meese? Yeah. I think we should just change the English language because it's stupid anyway and just make everything kind of as it is. Goose, geese, moose, meese. So here's... <laughs> I think it's an interesting point. I told Bergman, this is why people who don't speak English have such a hard Horrible time language. learning English. We can because get, I, can, I can chalk talk this all day. Spanish is See, like, okay. very on the money. Yeah. Etymologically, the, English is the worst constructed language that is as popular as it is on the, the word. Not even close. The word produce. Mm-hmm. Like, what does Bergman do for a living? He produces. You go to the grocery store, the same word is spelled produce. How the hell is that? Yeah. Like, how, Why? Noun and verb. Noun yeah. and verb. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lot of weird exceptions. It's a messed up language. To how you pronounce things as well, so that if you do not understand the colloquial way to pronounce it, you just won't. So okay, bass you- and bass. Same spelling. Same yeah. spelling, bass and bass, yeah. Uh, uh, produce good. Emily said that uh, the, <laughs> the, word, the, word, the word Q is a line you get, is a line you get into, you know, a Q, you yeah, get into Q, a Q. Yeah, C-U-E. But everything after the Q is silent. Yeah. So why not exactly. Q-U-E-U-E? Why not just have it the letter Q? Yeah, no, there's a lot is of it, Isn't Q just C-U-E? No. Well, isn't also, aren't there no or words? Or is that a pool Q? That's aren't, a pool Q, I mean, yes. There's well, no there words you go. in the English language that the, where the letter U doesn't follow the letter Q. Q- it's, Q- all of it is very U-E? redundant. Redundant. Yeah, Q-U-E-U-E is a Q, a line that you get into is a Q, but it's just the letter Q and everything else is silent. So why? It becomes particularly interesting, as you know, when you know other languages and you learn other languages. Do you you know any? 
I mean, I speak French, and, and I learned them alongside each other. So you, you would learn the building blocks of the languages and how they're put together. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, this stuff all makes sense. And then you get over to English, and you're like, what? Is French what? on the money? Yeah. Autograph in French is very, it's like math almost. You know what I'm saying? If you know one thing, you can sort of figure out the rest in terms right. of how the verbs are conjugated, in terms of how the different things work. Uh, but English, no, none of that. It's willy-nilly. You know, it's like so they just- this fun is fact. basically- yeah, Exactly. This is basically <laughs> a thought experiment. And the English language is stupid, full stop. <laughs> yeah, so we're talking about food. We're talking about food. Yes. In Spanish, we say, vamos al buffet. Yes. You know? In English, let's go to buf- buffet. buffet. Why buffet? There's a T at the end. Buffet. So there's a the real silent, pronunciation yeah. issue is, 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 is George's main hang up, is that things are pronounced differently in different And words buffet. mean double things. Yeah, well, right, but my thing is like- the way that the like the way that the letters are put together should mean something else. Oftentimes, that's why I'm with George on yeah. that. But it doesn't. In certain cases, it's just whatever. You know, we're just changing it. Bergman, up. any other uh, ideas on how stupid the English language? Yeah, is? Yeah. So sure. So there's this. You found some others. I found one. There was this one on. It's called reword.ca. I don't know whatever it uh-huh. is. Yeah. And I know they that talk about site. the word up. And so here's a sentence. Or actually, it's a couple of paragraphs <laughs> of the word up. Mm-hmm. And all the different meanings up can mean. So. You look up to see things that are above. You plan to move up in the company. You wake up in the morning just before getting up to start your day. If you want to bring up a topic, you must speak up, but not too loud, or you may get written up for bad behavior. Of course, it's up to the boss to decide if that's necessary, unless you can think up an excuse. If it all goes badly, you can always call up your friends because you've likely worked up an appetite. So you might as well cook up a meal, even if you do mess up the kitchen in the process. I could go on, but the rest is up to you. Shut oh up. my <laughs> God! Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Goodness, the rest is yeah. up to you. Oh like this- my God! <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like I want to change the English language, especially with the moose to meese. Moose I think to that needs to again. Go the next time you see more than one moose in one place, get we'll into to an Wyoming. argument with the person next to you, and I'm sure all they're just going to say is moose, and no, then they're going to proceed no, to move on. That's all there. that's going to happen. They're meese. Yeah, I'm going to go with meese also. When I go to What did you say Wyoming, when you saw said moose? I said, look at those meese. That's what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. I said that to one's dad. Look at, the, look at the meese. How big were they? Oh, big. Moose are huge. <laughs> big. Moose are like, people don't understand how big moose actually are. Yeah, moose and uh, a moose and an elk, very big. Elks are large. Oh, by the way, Greg, you were massively downplaying that moose highlight. That moose rolls up and kicks a person in the face. I was trying not to, you know. It's one of negative. the crazier things I've seen. I was like, how did that go down? I've that not seen this. So moose scary kicks situation. a lady in the face. Video. Yeah. Pretty scary situation. And somebody else is filming it. Very odd. Why was somebody filming? I Were they expecting they the moose, a moose attack? I think the moose was out of, like, uncharacter. It was in a place that we shouldn't have been. Oh. And so this person was filming it, and it just rolled up on this person in the... In the meantime, because the person filming it was in a car, the person who got hit was on foot. Great name for a series, When Mies Attack. When Mies Attack. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. All right. <laughs> Have you ever ridden a bull? Oh, my God. Uh, no. The yeah. Pro Bull Riders Association is across the street. I've been to that, though. Yeah, at uh, Crypto, I guess this weekend. They're an advertiser. and thank Oh, you. I, have, I have a great idea. Do you, are you thinking of going? Because I'll tell you what you do if you go. Okay. Go and ask them if you can sit in the middle circle thing. It's the coolest experience ever. What's the middle circle it's thing? Like, it's like the pen where sometimes the bulls hit it, but you can sit inside it, and it's big enough. It's probably it's probably half the size, like, circumference-wise of, like, if the thing was just this table, mm-hmm. it's about that big. And, you know, it's in the middle of the 
whatever, the rodeo yeah. pen. And so you can see them running around like in real time at ground level. Terrifying and right. awesome. It's now, great. I rode a bull. Wow. Uh, in t- 20 years ago. Okay. Uh, four seconds is what I lasted. That's and, a long time. And the I really appreciated the work of the clown. I think the bull riding clown is one of the most undersung heroes. Oh, tough guys. I mean, seriously. Straight up tough guys. You go to those bull riding competitions and you see the dudes like the farmhands and the guys like around. These guys have lived lives, mangled digits, oh, all yeah. sorts of stuff. You know, like, oh, yeah. I, the, people talk about rodeo clowns or like all that sort of stuff as if it's some kind of goofball oh, thing. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. That's for real. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, bull riding, I, I'm interested. I'm interested. The center ring sounds fascinating. I'll show you a picture if I prefer. Yeah. So, so you were in the center ring? I did it. I did it in Baltimore once. Yeah. I was terrified when I did it. Oh, it's scary. Absolutely the terrifying. The entire, like, here's the thing that people, if you've never been to a rodeo that you don't understand, is that there is an element of danger present at all times. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why people are there. Yeah. Somebody might get gored. You know what I mean? Like right. It's, it's, it's a part of the appeal, which is really, really weird, but there's also a strange adrenaline to it. There's a stranger what? Adrenaline that oh, you yeah. get out of being oh, around Oh, sure. That. Yeah, for sure. I'm Absolutely. trying to find this picture right now. Yeah. Hold on. Bergman, you want to go to the bull riding this weekend? Here it is. Oh, look, sounds, I found it. Sounds fantastic, but I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> You're going to pass? Full stop? Full stop. Full stop. I'll I'll take your thought experiment and say no, full stop. I'm out. I just texted you guys a picture of me inside of a bull cage. Okay. Um, I wore a flannel shirt that day like I was some sort of a hillbilly. I want to throw something completely weird at you, Clinton. Dig on me. Why do you dislike Saturday Night Live? I don't dislike Saturday Night Live. When I brought it up in the past, you've said, oh, Saturday Night Live, it's over or it's... No, that's not what I've said. Okay. What I've said is... Number one, it should have ended. It should end after fifty seasons. No, okay. it's a classic, right? But the what? And the second thing I said was the world has changed to the point where that form of presentation doesn't do as well as it could because it just doesn't really, it doesn't like it. I'll explain this. It just doesn't work the same way in terms of how we ingest like comedy and productions, like a weekly show with a limited cast that happens in real time on live linear television. It's like. Uh, who was that guy? A friend of mine sent me this. Who was that guy that used to do those jokes where he would sit in the middle of the stage and play piano and tell a song, tell us like tell a story and sing to the crowd? Like it feels like a very just archaic form of entertainment Although at this it's, point. It comes in digestible pieces that get shared on social all the Agreed. time. And that's to me why Saturday Night Live is still valuable because we think of those little I, a six minute sketch you can share this is on social part of the reason why i think if you care about the so-called legacy of the brand and the concept unless you're going to change something major about it i.e stop having a bunch of random young white dudes be the only characters that are on the daggone thing you're not going to be able to move outside of the box you've already been in and they don't seem willing to change much in terms of what is actually being said so for example when you watch that show like there's one sketch that's always a junk joke, for lack of a better term, the entire time. You Meaning? Know, like, there, like, there's, you know, a, an anatomy joke that is the entirety of the sketch. Okay. Or whatever. Right. You sure. know, like, that happens once an episode. Yeah. I'll, and I don't I'll have a problem that. with that kind of stuff, but it's like, I watch, and I'm like, I'm listening to the jokes, and I'm like, man, these jokes sound like, you know, you're trying to make somebody laugh in the 90s, as opposed to, like, something that's funny now. And that's kind of how I feel about it. It just feels very archaic. And I'm not, I don't have, I watch Saturday Night Live. I like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I love Saturday Night Live. I just feel Night that Night for what it is. Where it, there's an element of staying at the carnival a little too long for that for that show, I think. So I think it changes based on the cast. I mean, we mint stars on yeah. Saturday Night Live. The well, thing I don't care to. about, not used to. I mean, who's the last super famous person that came out of Saturday Kate Night McKinnon. Live? Kate McKinnon. Okay. 
I mean, Kate McKinnon was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Great, great. Cecily Strong, fantastic. Cecily Strong's not a superstar, but I think, you know, Kate McKinnon is close. She's on every commercial now, Cecily Strong. Okay. I mean, yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of an athlete hosting Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Why? Because I don't think, generally speaking, they're funny. I don't. I don't think athletes are generally funny, and there have been some uh, that have done it. There's been uh, Deion Sanders did it. Joe Montana, yeah, Joe Montana did it. I mean, it do- it doesn't work. Bill Russell once hosted Saturday Night Live. Did you realize that? Yeah, Saturday Night Live is funny with Not, athletes. I don't think it's funny with athletes. Okay, so it's let me funny ask with you this. comics. Are you gatekeeping a little bit? Like, is there part of you that feels that SNL is sort of an elevated comedic experience, and therefore it is a it is held to different standards? I think SNL... Because to me, SNL is a long-reigning show, but it's kind of just another show. It can be hit, and it can be miss. Right. Right? And based on the cast, it can be hit or miss, right? I Once they get a star, once they mint a star, I think I think it absolutely works. And we have different eras in Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, so, you know, like the Eddie Murphy era, you, you had Eddie break out. You had uh, uh, Tina Fey break out. You had Jimmy Fallon break out. That is where we get more stars. 25 years ago. No, like, Kate McKinnon was just Okay, live. but you didn't mention Kate McKinnon when you mentioned those three. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Like the the like, you know, I, I sort of feel like I don't I keep coming up with weird analogies. There's like a Nebraska football kind of element to what it's like what was happening then isn't coming back. Yeah. And the way the world has changed around you, this show is still very much in its own place. And I don't have a problem. Like, I don't watch SNL to laugh, if that makes sense. I watch it just to see what they're going to talk about. I believe about. in the zeitgeist. I think they do a good job that's of what, digging into what the I moment is. I laugh to kind of see what they're going to talk about as right. much as I la- as much, rather I watch to see what they're going to talk about as much as I watch to have, like, backbreaking humor. I, I, I need to know what those people think about the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? In general. And I feel that... That show, that brand, obviously is great. Like I said, I watched the show, but it's currently constructed with the people and the trends towards who they can and keep on that show. It, it just feels like the same joke at the same school and the same stage kind of the whole time. All right, coming up next, I want to ask you about uh, baseball. Baseball. Baseball subject. Okay. Um, how important is ownership and Angel fans clearly <laughs> depressed about it. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
Tennessee, Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Do we have bad stuff going on in the mafia? It's just getting a little bit too much. Like everything that happens in these these communities. Isn't Kyle Downey the guy that's supposed to be moderating the community? I think he doesn't moderate anymore because we told him to kind of loosen up a little bit. And uh, now yeah. he just lets it rip. Yeah, I think yeah. Just pe- I think just people allow tell- themselves to let it rip. We tell him he's soft. <laughs> he's soft. No, I, I think- what's going on in the in the community? Yeah, what is it's what just is happening? Just always read talking. me read no, me no, something no. that's bad. No. no, you don't have to read no. it, but you can describe what no. type of a problem it is. There, it's ex- basically what you would think about you know people. So Greg clearly doesn't want. To I don't talk want about to. This. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I think it's all terrible. They shouldn't be doing it. It's that bad. It's it's not great. Not okay. great, Bob. Not great, I'm gonna, Bob. I'm going to surf in there. I'm going to um, surf in there. Speaking of social out. media, I just yeah. have to mention this while, while we're here. Okay. I am finally producing talks, as it's known. I've been on the TikTok yeah. for a couple oh, months. Oh, you're producing TikTok? I've made two talks now. I have not heard from the Chinese. Very, I didn't realize I'm you were doing it. I'm very proud of myself for having done that, one of which was yesterday, in which I did a sort of day in the life, because I did TV and radio yesterday, so I did all this running around and right. all this stuff, but- TikTok man, not so easy like, to do. So like, what are like? Give me an example of a TikTok video. Uh, that the you first did. one I did was at the NASCAR race, the Bush Clash uh-huh. here, and so I figured. And this is what my buddy told me. He's like, dude, you get to go to all these sporting events and do all this stuff. You should do the behind the scenes TikToks, like just stuff that people otherwise don't get to see. Right. Like, forget about games and all that. I was like, that's a good point. So that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, I know uh, TikTok. I don't have time for. It took a lot of time, bro. Yeah, I that's what I'm saying. For. It is a very. You'd be surprised. Maybe not surprised, and I'm not trying to denigrate anybody's, you know, sort of social media positions, but like, takes a lot of skill to be good, well beyond the talent uh, required to actually do the 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 content in terms of a. Camera All I want to do is the milk crate challenge. Do you know the milk crate I'm challenge? With the milk don't, crate challenge. don't do it. I I, I, I want to do that. I would pay five to ten dollars to see you do that. I would pay five to ten dollars not to do it for you not to do it. You will what? kill yourself. God. He will absolutely kill no, himself. No, no, I won't. No. He will break an arm, I a leg. A, we'll get like back. a wrestling mat. No, it's Get a you signed this guy up to play potentially seven matches of pickleball against strangers, and I you're mean, telling me that walking one. over a couple of oh, crates no. is going to kill him. One. Brian Mashonsky has been on the phone with me. Uh, all last night talking about you know we you got to get out there and when then we're gonna practice when he gets so out he's here. He's practice. Oh, he's Coach Mashonsky. He's mil- for real. The milk crate challenge can be done. I don't think you can do the milk crate. There's been too many oh. people that are way more athletic oh, than you oh, are. I'll take that as a challenge. No, 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 no. I know. I'm sorry. No, I don't want you to be oh, a challenge. Can't. Don't be oh, challenged. Yes, I can. Well, can, no. can you, Greg? No, absolutely not. So then, how do you know that he can't? Because yeah, what's the harm in trying? Have you watched anybody do the whoa, milk crate challenge? Whoa, whoa, that's not, you don't know what state of operation those people were in. Have you ever you seen there. Mason do something athletic I, in his I, life? I, yes. no, we're talking about you now. If you know so much about it, no, I've seen enough people on it, and what they what happens you ever when seen they get to the top. Try it with your eyeballs. No, I've not seen okay. anybody try it with here's, eyeballs. Here's my big I've question: seen enough people where you get to the top and it starts shaking, and then you're done. If I attempt it, will a lot of people watch? Oh, see, look what you're doing. Yeah, I I'm see in. where you're going. There I'm it is. In. What is this? He's turning around. What are you, what are you, show- oh, are you showing? Oh, he's me showing me. Oh, that guy did it. That 
The problem is, okay, so there's two different things here. Number one is that how stringent are you going to go with the challenge? Because the way to really do that is once you get to the top to just step over the top one and keep moving on the other side. The second one is- You've got to hurry. Clear, no. The second one, no, 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 no. The second one is clearly sobriety is a factor. That guy really went down. Sobriety is a factor here. Most of the people- This girl should not be doing it. Most of these people, I assume, who try this are drunk or otherwise inebriated. Like- there's just no way. Oh, they're showing us people <laughs> attempting the milk crate challenge. And they're all falling. Oh, oh yeah. Every time you say oh is you falling. <laughs> oh, that guy should not be doing it right there. That guy should not be doing it right there. Oh, <laughs> are you ready for that? Come on, Maze. Well, I would protect- want a lower. He, no, he you gotta, no, the crate challenge. That's the milk crate challenge. That's it right there. There's one challenge. Yeah, there's one challenge. can't be like Clinton, change the rules and make your own <laughs> thing. Guy, you know? but, uh, <laughs> there's one challenge. I think, listen, the thing is, too, and here's the way to really make sure. like You got to stretch before you go a on. Child, <laughs> a, child, a child could do it. An adult cannot. A child could do it? Yeah. I believe that if you were to pick somebody who could do that first, you'd pick a child. Based on center of gravity and all that sort of stuff and like balance, yeah. I believe so. I would try it. I would watch it. Set it up, Bergman. No, we need something I just announced than... that 20 years ago I rode a, bill, a bull. Yeah, 20 years ago. That's all right. But that's also a bull. These things aren't alive. It was a friggin' bull. Yeah. These are milk crates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this thing's going to shake. You have no control over it. This is, it's going to go and a bull? terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. Oh, my God. We can't, it's a Clayton Kershaw situation. Can't get you insured. Probably not. Absolutely Probably not. not. So uh, the Angels. Do it on your own property. They did a survey about the Angels, and okay. there is an unbelievable crisis when it comes to the Angels and Angel fans because they hate Artie Moreno. And I think this is totally fair. Uh, I really was hoping for the sake of Angel fans that he would sell the team to somebody with some good sense, yeah. somebody with some unlimited uh Budgeting skills. Some desire Somebody to win. who could say to Shohei Otani, we're building it all around you. Instead now, he's gone. I mean, he's made it. His agent, he he did the I'm an angel right now line this yeah, last that's, week. That's bad. The agent came out and said he wants to test free agency. There's no way he's staying with the angels. So oh, if wait, you, you think he's not going to come? Come right back to the Halos? Test free agency? You yeah. think that they're, yeah. Yeah. they're not going to be able to keep him? Exactly. Stunning. Yeah. Now, what if you're Perry Manasian, who's the general manager of the Angels, how do you handle that situation? I don't know. I think you. I think it's a foregone conclusion that he's gone. I, I mean, I, I don't really – because here's the thing. Once the, once the pump fake happened yep. from ownership, that threw everything into a tizzy because – and I would be particularly upset if I was a Halos fan as well because there was that glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. People started speculating, oh, who would buy the team? What yep. goes on? Maybe this. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, actually I'm coming back. And you're thinking, what on earth did you just do to everybody who pays to go up to show up and watch baseball right, there? Like, right. they, they, they cratered their. Like, the team is almost a, a separate matter at this point. Yeah. Because there's only so much you can do to make a team better. Ruining a generation of fans based on what you thought was going to happen, that's cruel in a lot of ways. And I I can't imagine what attendance is going to be like at Angels games this year. Well, every five days it's going to be really good. Sure. But I think other than that, you're going to have a real problem on your hands. So the GM's issues are a completely separate matter. Do you trade them? Uh, Bergman says trade them now. I say you see if you can make a run. You trade them at uh, midseason at the trade deadline. That's know. what I would do yeah. if I was the Angels. I don't know if they have the arms to make a run. It's kind of tough. I 
You said you trade him what in spring training? No, Bergman says trade him now. I I think you I mean, wait you tra- until you're, you're, the trade I'm, deadline now. Yeah, I mean, I think that the problem is though is that the best shot you have, and I think this is probably what's going to make your team better anyway, is to try to make him happy. I I don't know that the objective of well he's gone anyway we're gonna you know. We're gonna get rid of him. I mean, you, you got to give yourself a bit of a shot, Greg. right? You know what I mean? Which is like maybe, maybe you do get good. Maybe you sign a guy that he just happens to really like. So, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. And you try to figure it out that way because you paid all that money to get him there, at least to sign him for the first time. You know, all the rights fees and all. Yeah, that stuff. right. Like, would you would you agree though that he wants to win sustainably? Right. Yes, that's something he wants. Correct. So I was looking at this up earlier today. What, hold on. You, what do you mean sustainably? In like, other words, he wants to be in an organization that's in it every that's year. Going that's going to the playoffs every year. Every year has the a Angels chance. Don't. Every no. single year. Okay, yeah. So I looked at this. The Angels have not made it to the playoffs the last eight years. No, They've since, had he's, seven, since he's been there, he's not been in no, the playoffs. No, right, right. Eight years in a row, they have missed the playoffs. Seven of those eight years, they've had a losing record. Right. Why does all of a sudden it's going to change next year, after the, at the end of this year? He wants to go somewhere where he's going to win. That doesn't mean it has to be the Dodgers. It could be the Mets. It could be the Yankees. It could be Seattle, which would yeah, be probably a good be spot just, for him. Yeah, a relevant franchise. Right. A relevant, a relevant yeah. franchise. That's the problem. Is the that- Angels are not relevant, and they're not going to ever be relevant even if they do go get to the playoffs one time. Well, we don't know that, but we do know Most that in, in, in the Moreno ownership window, they are unlikely to be relevant, as we've understood. Correct, and that, he's not going anywhere. And he's not apparently going anywhere. And so that's, man, what a blow. I, I, I'm not going to say I forgot about that, but I was just thinking about that again and how much that probably affects right. this season. You know, I mean, you think about also how they lost their manager last year. They got rid of Madden. I mean, it, it's a bit of a mess. So the Angels there. fans were surveyed, I guess, by The Athletic. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are the uh, the way this uh, lays out. Somewhat confident, twenty eight percent. Not very confident, twenty seven percent. Very confident, two percent. Oof. There is uh, ownership matters in a huge way, and Artie has proved that he's not very good at it. I just don't understand what the product they're attempting to put out there is like I'd, I'd love to get an idea of just what 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 goes on you know what I mean like what are you what are you aiming for here are you just uh, are you trying to compete is this nakedly just a cash grab because you guys make all that tv money like what's actually happening here because it's not like Anaheim's a non-place they Correct. got a daggone NHL team there for yeah right sense. you know right. what I'm saying you can fill a building in Anaheim it's not out of the question to do that the question is why do you not want to seem to be able to put the best product here's on the field? one how do you feel about Artie Moreno deciding not to sell the Angels. What do you think the percentage is of very displeased? <laughs> I'll say 75. 75 is on the money. 75%. <laughs> very displeased that he that he kept 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 the franchise. I mean, how do you walk into the office the next day with these kind of polls swirling around? Yeah, I know. I mean, imagine if we had like polls like that for people around 710, bro. Like just Popular. Confidence polls? Po- confidence polls of yeah. various, various humans Well, around. it all depends where you are. Now, I was in the Mason and Ireland Mafia right. a couple of minutes ago. and Approval polls. That's the word I was looking for. There is, there's a poll going on. Who hates the Lakers more, you or Momo? Oh, I and I would argue I don't hate neither, the Lakers of, yeah. neither <laughs> of you. Sorry, guys. This is what's going on in the Mafia. Where is Kyle Downey when you need him, Bergman? Oh, Kyle, where you at, man? Yeah, where I love you that at, we're blaming Kyle? someone for something the that we have The idea no that because over. I do not... Worship a team means that I hate them is ridiculous. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Get smarter, kids. Come on. 
Well, we don't have necessarily all the smart kids in the Mason and Ireland. It's okay. Mafia. Okay. I think they're looking at your Clippers hat. That's why. I know, right? It's yeah. a good one. I that's, bought it. That's I bought this in from. Arizona. Well, it wait my a outfit. minute. You're yeah. right. That's a Clippers hat. What are you wearing a Clippers hat here I like for? the way it looks. Oh, come on. I mean, you didn't, I sat here for an hour guys? and 27 minutes before you even noticed it. So <laughs> well, don't give I just me this. Thought, it says Los Angeles. I was yeah, like, exactly. It's a cool looking hat. Thank you. That's why I bought it. Do you wear like Kansas City hats because you, about you like the way it looks? Does or Kansas like a, City have a cool looking hat that I don't know about? I, I, I don't know. Right. I'm just Thank saying you. something random. I believe so. Like the, the Quebec Nordiques have a cool hat. Do you wear an Nordiques Which hat? hat? Let me see it. The one that has like, you know, with the, the old one. It's a logo, but that the logo. Yeah, well, good. that's part of the hat. I'm not going to wear a t shirt with this logo on the it. The guy that like taught us pickleball showed up wearing a Clippers hat. Yeah, well, he's a huge Clipper fan. Yeah. His name, Ara? Ara. Ara Masarian. Yeah. He's the guy that's running our tournament. He's the guy that's setting up the brackets. And all oh, that really? He's the guy we got to talk to. He's the game ops about. guy? He's the game ops I guy. I love the he's, game ops guy. I need oh, to yeah, know the game ops guy. The, you are great at yes, game ops. I'm, I you need should be to consulting know. with Ara. I would like to like, I would like to know that human just in general. Yeah. Um, he's a big Clippers guy? You should get Ara on, Bergman. Got to get a little good stretch zone. Um, he's going to text me in about three seconds. Oh, yeah. Is he following? Is he following? So. He says I should get him to help me stretch. I got a stretch zone established <laughs> Oh, there, yeah. You know got to. Oh, yeah. Got I'm gonna, to. I'm going to run that station. All right. Uh, <laughs> coming up next for you, um, we got uh, What's Up, Fool, coming up in just a couple of minutes. I want to ask you about an idea that is floating around that I think is preposterous. It relates to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's coming okay. up next. Mason, Ireland. Clinton is in for John. 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm extremely disappointed in the Mason and Ireland Mafia. 75% very displeased. That would be your polling for... That would be... Yeah, for, <laughs> that would be. For, now, Kyle Downey is a guy that... Uh, why regular are listener, Kyle? He's Well, really he's nice the guy. guy that was moderating... Wow. Kyle Downey, just like the softener. Downey. <laughs> We're still <laughs> doing language bits. Language. We're yeah. doing linguistic bits still. <laughs> They're not even he spelled would, the same. But he's our... Oh, there you go. <laughs> he is our uh, moderator. For the Mason Ireland Mafia, and okay. I think he's taking the day off because there's a lot of garbage in there. I mean, I think, I mean, if if the whole point of the communities is to put some names behind faces or Correct. whatever, so yes. like, yeah, if things are going to go wrong, the names are going to get called out. Yeah. That's how that works. Well, look, so, it doesn't matter if you don't like us or who we are, but just be, or things that we say. No personal a, attacks. No personal attacks. I hate that. I hate that. Do you, do you know that there's a... A thing called. I tried to explain this to Bergman today. I'll try to explain it to you too. Okay. You you probably know what it is. Do you know what Section Two Thirty is? This is the thing that protects um, Instagram and Twitter yes, and Facebook yes. against defamation stuff. Yes. So they're talking about getting rid of it, which I think would be a good thing because then it would make Twitter and Facebook and Instagram responsible. For the stuff that goes out there, particularly the defamous, uh, defamatory stuff. So if somebody says something defamatory about you, you could then sue Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. I mean, this is like a whole- Shouldn't they be responsible? This is like a whole college course, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the reason why you don't want them to become responsible for things like that is then, I would presume, is that you assume that they're going to do the right thing if given the responsibility of 
changing stuff. Well, which, once they start getting sued, don't you think they start doing the right thing? Maybe, or they just cease to exist. I mean, like, and that's where you get into the conversation about whether or not these kind of social media things are now public trusts versus what they started as. It's it's a complicated question, but yeah, I mean, people like mafias and communities aside, like, I, I think we're also in an interesting era of the online experience in terms of the internet because we have now moved into the world in which like the idea of digital native is is not even a thing anymore like if you were born if you're 20 years old like you've never lived in a world without the internet that you, didn't have this yeah you yeah. never you've never lived in that world i mean i'm probably about the top of the top of the age range coming in i mean i'm 41 at where like i specifically remember when this changed my life and i was still a kid right um and so i, I think that the way we Section 230 is a very dis- interesting discussion. I mean, yeah. that's a 300-level college course discussion yes, it is. in terms of like whether or not – I don't really know how strongly I believe in that, but I think the way we're going with social media sites now is moving towards something where we're going to have to look at these as public trusts versus just private I'll operations t- that happen to get big. I I'll really you, do. I am spending less time on social media than I ever have before because I just think there's so much – garbage crap yeah just so much garbage on it and it's people get personal and people get mean i i just i'll i'll go on twitter you know like today i haven't checked in the mafia for a while now i'm like really disappointed in our hardcore fans that's not cool uh but i i just think uh is twitter going to be here in five years maybe maybe not twitter but i do think that there's going to be so for example yeah i was talking about tiktok earlier TikTok is fascinating because TikTok occupies a completely different space yes, than it does. IG and Twitter do. It's just it's just a different sort of part of your brain that makes that work. I, I think we're going to get towards a space where what social media becomes is sort of closer to what it used to be, which is you share what you are doing, mm-hmm. and that is how you use it. It is not the place you go to in order to do things, if that right. makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not to well, use- Instagram is very much that. It's like, here I am right now. This is what I'm doing. Right, but- and Instagram, you don't get as you don't get hate the way you get on Twitter. It depends on what you're doing on Instagram. There's a lot of people who do lives and stuff, and that's kind of how they operate. But what I mean is, for example... I go to Twitter to see what people are saying on Twitter, mm-hmm. whereas on TikTok, I might go there to see what other people are doing in their regular everyday lives that in right. fact has nothing to do with social media necessarily. I do think that there's going to be an evolution of that as people who grew up with this as an unavoidable element change their thoughts on what we need it to be. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. What a boomer thought Facebook was supposed to be is not going to be what some Generation Z person thinks the next thing is supposed to you be. You know, it's funny. The last couple of days, I've gone back to uh, Facebook. Oh, is that so? And well, we're aging quickly. Over no, there, no. I, yeah. Yeah, there's something refre- There's something innocent about Facebook. Interesting. Uh, there's something, like my mom on Facebook shares recipes. That's nice. They, it's like, yeah. it's like n- not much nicer stuff. And I know there's like angry political stuff on right. there, but I find it less mean than Twitter. That's probably because it's less the random. It's probably less random for you, Facebook. You kind of got to know people to really be on Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Twitter Twitter has uh, the highest rate of trolling by a mile. By a mile. By a country mile. Yeah. IG is a little bit more personal than that. And TikTok is just a total, I can't, it's hard to even describe it. It feels like being in the multiverse. But um, I do think that we are getting more specialized with different things. I, I use TikTok to learn things. That's how I use it. You know? Yeah, a lot of people, like if you want to search, well, recipes is a good thing. Pickleball. Uh, pickleball is a good thing. <laughs> I follow thing. like two pickleball accounts now. Right. Like, it's uh, great. On top of that, like home improvement yes, stuff big is big there. That. Big big on. It's fun. Yeah, there's, there's a way to do it. And then there's the goofy trend stuff. 
like when I do the milk crate challenge. Dances and stuff. Yeah. Dances, exactly. Dances do you, have you done the dances on? I'm not, I'm not a very good dancer, sorry. I mean, yeah. I can move my feet, Yeah, but, you know, I can move my hips. All right, I, I want to throw, throw this at you. I mentioned the Super Bowl. Um, John Skipper, who we used to work for, oh, yeah. um, has suggested, and it's, it's an idea worth debating. I have a feeling I know what's coming, but I'm glad. He says that if the NFL wants to make a lot of money, a lot more money, that they should make the Super Bowl pay-per-view. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Pay-per-view. In other words, you have to pay to watch the Super Bowl. I cannot imagine the number of billions and billions of dollars that the NFL would make if the Super Bowl was a pay-per-view event. You sure about that? Yeah. You don't think so? It's an interesting question now that I think about it. Like I'm I'm I don't know the answer to that. Because that is in fact the one football game a year that people who don't care about football definitely watch. And if you make them pay, they just might not. But if you know what I'm saying? But like, if the people that want it pay, yeah, you'll make more money. I think I think in my mind well, you'll make more money on a pay-per-view event. I'm okay. not in favor of this by the way, but it's an interesting idea. How does that? Let's 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 chalk talk that. Okay. So let's say when you go when like when you go when you, like when Greg goes with all those UFC friends to watch fights, you know, right. all those meathead guys, you know, they work out all the time and then they go watch fights at the bar. We're yeah. really close. What do you tight? What, tight. what do you what do you pay? Like, what does one pay to get into a bar to see a pay per view function? Do you pay anything? I think you can pay. Uh, it's anywhere between twenty because and bars bucks. will charge, and so that's where it gets dicey. Is that people who watch that game in public? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you recoup that money? How does that work? You right. There will be out? more. It's per head or per screen or whatever. Right. Exactly. Do you think that bars would do it just by default? Jorge, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Here? No. Like, if you don't know you're going to pack your spot right. for the Super Bowl and you have to pay to get it, you might just show something else. And people might just say, okay. Right. But why not just the, I mean, uh, maybe I'm stupid here. Why not just the bar pay for it and they live on the drinks because that's not i don't think you're allowed to do that is that's, that right that's not how pay-per-views work i'm fairly certain that the like if i'm a bar and i want to show the ufc fight yeah i've got to buy it per my occupancy and screens or some combination of okay. that it's not just like oh i'm the guy that owns the bar therefore i bought it and i can show it on my 80 inch screen yeah. right it doesn't work that way and so if you start pay-per-viewing for the super bowl like if i'm a place if i'm Whatever, let's just say the big joint on the corner right. with the huge monster screens. If I don't know that I can fill it up, I'm paying a higher premium. I'm paying a much higher premium for that to get it at all. I'm not paying the 50 bucks. I'm paying 50 times whatever it is to show it in a place that big. Yeah, we tried to get into Canelo fight at the Sunset Room yep. at one point. And at home, it's 89 bucks, 69 yeah. bucks, whatever it is. But when I was asking, you know, Javier, the owner of the Sunset Room, I was like, hey, man, can we get it at the bar? He's like, yeah, it's going to be like $2,500 just right. for the bar. That's, that's It's $2,500 yeah. for the bar, yeah, because and counting- then they charge to pay for it. Right. Yes, that's how that scale-up works. And so that's why you get into a tricky situation, because a lot of people watch the Super Bowl in public. Like, they'll go to a place specifically for that reason. And if you start charging folks for something, you know what I mean? Like, So it's already pay-per-view for bars. No, because it's on over You're paying the air. 20, oh, That's it's on over the air. That's how pay-per-views right, right, right. work is what I'm saying. Yeah. So once you scale that up, it gets really tough. You know, and you, 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 you might get a real rude awakening as to well, who really the, cares the about that The rating game. will drop. Yeah, big the, time. The ratings will Hugely, go down yeah. on the Super Bowl. 100 million people will not watch because 100 million people aren't going to pay uh, exactly. per view. So I think that that's a bit, I mean, that's a, I thought what I thought you were going to say is put the game on Saturday, but that's an old conversation. Uh, that's an old conversation. Yeah. I, I, that's, I, was, I hadn't thought about that. Skipper, man, that dude. Yeah. 
He, he thinks. I would, uh, but I would. Full I mean, stop. I am full, full stop. Full stop. Full stop. He's a smart guy. I will say that I think that the uh, this game should be on Saturday. Let me it's ask, an old conversation. Let me ask you yes. a separate question though, along okay. these lines. How much would you pay for the Super Bowl? That's a very good question. Like I, I, I and and if I'm being honest, I, I, I don't know that I pay to watch the Super Bowl. If you're at home, what's the what's like? The unless a team point? I really cared about or somebody I knew was playing in the game. I don't know that that would be worth. I mean, because you know they would be charging at least 150 bucks. Well, let's let's say this this year's game, Philly and Kansas City. Would I wouldn't you pay, pay for it. No, definitely. you would not even. You wouldn't even buy it. No, I, I mean I don't. I mean, I'm not, you're asking the wrong person though. Like football to me is a part of the job. Like you know, I pay to watch the World Series. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't pay to watch the Super Bowl. No, okay. Yeah, Bergman, would you pay to watch the Super Bowl? I mean, not this year. I, I would need the Raiders in it. I mean, as a as a <laughs> producer and as somebody that's here, I have to watch it for the right. show. Right. Yeah. But if I didn't have to watch it for the show, no, I wouldn't pay for it. The rating would plummet. I'm not, I'm not going to pay for a lot of stuff, especially for a sporting event. That's like, that, and that's where this gets really weird. Is that if sporting operations want to start going a la carte? Huh, Okay, you know what I'm saying? You're going to find out a lot less people are watching things than you think. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why it all works is because it's all there and the option is a, is a thing. That's yeah. what you're paying for. Yeah, I think it's an interesting thought experiment. <laughs> full stop. <laughs> but I don't like the idea full stop. <laughs> that, was, that was well done. Am I not? I, I mean, don't I, I sound I am, smart? I am mystified. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, coming up next for you is What's Up Fool? Bergman's going to throw a bunch of stuff at us. Mason and Ireland Clinton is in for John. 710 ESPN. Thanks, Chris. All right, so the Mets are obviously one of the favorites coming into the MLB season, but I was looking at a tweet that Bovada put out, and it was one of those, who's the Mets ace? Like for Justin Verlander, and retweet for Max Scherzer. Two incredible pitchers, obviously, and they've had wonderful careers, but Verlander is 40, and Scherzer is 38. Is it smart to bank your entire season on two guys hovering around 40? What Steve Cohen is worried about, is this year. He doesn't really care beyond that. He's going to have dead money at the end of a bunch oh, of these the contracts. Mets, the Mets are the dead money king. Yeah, That's they are going to have do. tons of dead But are they going to win this year? They got a real chance. And those guys are big-time arms that if they maintain their level of performance, the Mets are going to be really tough to beat. I love Max Scherzer. I saw Max Scherzer do great things. In a Nationals uniform, but yeah, when Max right. Scherzer in a Dodgers uniform said, my arm is just my tired. Arm's tired. <laughs> I was like, I think we're done here. I'm gassed. I think we're done here in terms of me trusting him late in the season if he doesn't even trust himself. That was two seasons ago, Greg. Yeah, it was. And I, that's that's why I'm a little bit worried about these two. I mean, I know that they're – Matt Justin Verlander just came off of, a, of an injury where he missed an entire yeah, year. Yeah. I don't know. Putting, the, putting your so, hopes into these two guys – this is very baseball-y, but have you seen this uh, guy pitch? Is it Kode Senga? Yes. I haven't seen him pitch, but I know who you're talking about. No. Been, Apparently, he's, he's got an unhittable pitch they called the Ghost Ball. The Ghost Ball? They brought, they signed him from, I think they signed him from Japan. He's got this sort of forkball changeup that they're calling the Ghost Ball. He's their number three starter right now. Who it was Daisuke Matsuzaka that had like the gyro ball? Yeah, the that gyro which was ball. more of a screwball, but like, yeah, I hmm. I thought you would know this guy. No, I don't know who that is, and I don't really they paid love a the lot name of money for, for that. Him. I don't really know love the name for that. The ghost ball. What does that even mean? Disappears. <laughs> <Ball>. <laughs> oh, wow. Disappears. Oh, that it's like a ghost. 
That's what it means. You don't believe you don't believe in ghosts. That is what it is. It's the ball the, hold disappears. On. The delivery of that as if it was so obvious was I don't know, amazing. Like, a like, ghost disappears. Right. Well, yeah. I, Try I, to hit a ghost with a baseball bat. You cannot do it. Right, but that does That was hilarious. I'm sorry. I, I don't think of disappearing when I think of ghosts. Um Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. So what's this guy? Let's see this pitch. What's up, fool? All right, so Bovada, also speaking of Bovada, Bovada put out a tweet asking, what is the most fun non-traditional sport to watch? Hmm. What qualifies as traditional? Traditional basketball, baseball, football, hockey. Oh, the four bigs? Okay, yeah. we're putting soccer in there so, as well. We're putting yeah, soccer, soccer in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. who this guy is. I've seen this guy doing all sorts of things except for pitching, now that I know who he is. Okay, okay. got it. So, like, for me, it would be, like, either, it would probably be darts. Like, I love watching darts. It's actually a lot of fun darts to watch. Darts is fun, yeah. A hundred You would watch it on TV? Yes, it's mesmerizing. It's pretty cool to watch. It's good. I like watching poker on TV. I enjoy yes, poker. Me too. Uh, I'll, if poker after dark. If poker after dark. That's if right. there is poker on, if there's nothing else on, poker tends to be on all the time. I love poker. I was just saying to you, I'd like to get yeah. out and play yeah, some yeah. poker. Um, I like poker on TV. I'll lump softball in with baseball just to do it. Yeah, do it. But uh, I'd probably say lacrosse. I'm a, I love watching lacrosse. Lacrosse. Lacrosse is fun as hell, bro. You ever played it? No, never. Super fun. When yeah. I was in baseball camp, we used to go to travel camp in uh, Pennsylvania, and like there'd be other sports camps there. Yep. And so like what we'd always do is like the lacrosse guys would have their sticks, and we'd have our gloves, and we'd be like, can we trade and like just play on our own? And yeah. we do it all the time. Lacrosse is super fun. It's big where I'm from too. So you want you're from? DC. It's back east. Yeah, it's yeah, big, yeah. Back it's east big on the east coast. Yeah. So. Do you know Jim Brown was apparently an unbelievable lacrosse player? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's sort of a different discussion. They changed the rules because of Jim Brown. Like, Did they really? Yeah, that's why you cradles, because Jim Brown would just hold the ball in the stick and bowl people over, and now you can't play that way. Oh, okay. That's what happened. Got it. Like, with all due respect to Jim Brown's my, lacrosse career, it was my a different dad, game. My late great dad would always, he always looked at this, the other sport, okay? So, like he would say, Wilt Chamberlain, unbelievable, but and oh, he yeah, played the volleyball. Si- yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Jim that's, Brown, you know I'm big on that. Great football player, and he played This lacrosse. is why I say baseball players run the NFL. Deion Sanders, exactly the same kind Pat of guy. Pat Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Yep. Just saying. Baseball players. Justin Herbert, by the way, was going to be a starting pitcher for Oregon, and they wouldn't let him do it because he was playing on the football team. That's how good of a baseball player he was. Okay. Yeah. What's up, fool? The Fun ghost fact. ball. What does that even mean? Fun fact. Here it is. <laughs> there it is. The ghost ball. What does that even mean? It disappears. <laughs> it disappears. Disappears. <laughs> It's the hand motion. For those of you who are not watching on YouTube, that's what got me. It was like we've been waiting for the big moment at the magic show. Disappeared. Now I want to see the ghost. I want to see what it looks like. That was amazing. Okay. Do it again, Mace. Disappears. (laughs) Disappears. All right, what's up, Fuso? Okay, so Parker, DeAndre, and Carla, they're our social media team here. So we were talking about food yesterday. How I don't like sushi, how I think Benihana is overrated. And like we're talking about different places of getting something to eat. Now, what is a spot that you think is not good or how are you like trying new foods or different foods? Well, I, we did this during uh, when I was on Factor Cap. I, I have a very, I don't want to say sophisticated palate. So I've heard somebody <laughs> say that. But I'll eat it. That makes you sound like the way that came out of your own mouth. You're like, oh, I don't want to be that Another guy. way to say it is I'll, I'll eat most anything. There right. are very few things I will not eat. Um, I, I'm try- I could name the foods that I don't like on one hand. I'm probably there, but I also you have a sophisticated I, palate. I, no, I, I like <laughs> trash palate. Uh, I like a lot of stuff. Yep, but I don't eat many things. If that makes sense, yeah, same I'm, not, here. I'm not doing a whole ton of experimentation. Mainly because, and this isn't even a taste thing as much as it's what Greg calls. I don't. I don't like tripping wires. You know what I'm saying? Like right. but, you know, 
The internal operation is very important to my general well-being and my psychology. I don't need anything that potentially could upset the operation. And so those are the ri- so I'm not taking a lot of risks in public for that reason because you right. never really know. Sure, you know what I'm saying. But you know, I like to I, I like to eat a lot of things for sure. Yeah, just don't want to be running what about around. About you, do you? Oh no, I'm a bite side. Give me rice and beans, homie, and I'm good. <laughs> That's that, it. So you're not you're not venturing off trying. No, stuff. I mean I tried a lot of these things. I, I've tried Vietnamese food. I've tried you know Thai oh, food. I've tried all great, kinds right? of stuff. But it's just like okay, I've tried it. But I, I'm, I'm most likely not going to go back to that again. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, mean, I get I that. I'm it. sort of there, too. You By know? the way, Benny Hanna, fantastic. No, I oh, think it's, it's overrated. Like, you know. It flips the, the shrimp. Yeah, okay. Like that, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like this is what the I told the guys yesterday. Fire yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, the first and second time, maybe the third time you go, it's cool, but- you know, see, it's, I think yeah. it's well. Let, it's let, a no. show, but it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. It's big flyover country entertainment, is what it is. Nah. Like Benny Hanna is, you know, you go I'm there to, to you go to certain parts of America. Benny Hanna's is the best show in town. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. If I'm gonna go to restaurant, I'm gonna go eat. I don't want to watch you play with my food. No, I'm like oh, pass. On, get out of here. No, I don't need to see the train Fly or the like the heart the beating air. of rice. No, the, get out. Wow, you got a pretty clear, pretty clear understanding of the game plan of Benny Hanna. Been to Benny Hanna. I have been like three or four times. It's just like three or four times. You didn't like it. No, okay, I'll go with like friends, like you know, I hate Benihana. Family, hey, we're gonna for the fourth time. We're gonna we're going to Benihana's for this was birthday. You want to? I was like, I guess. You, know? you let the I guy shrimp the flip the shrimp into your mouth. Don't front. <laughs> nah, yeah, that's, that's no. how you operate. Yeah. Bergman, do you have a sophisticated palate? <laughs> so I've learned over, over the last few years, I've decided to become more so like where I'll try almost anything now. I want to go out and go to different t- styles of restaurants and try different types of foods that I haven't tried before. I've I've decided now. Over the last like maybe three four years to start doing that, so now it's becoming more of a sophisticated palate where I want to. You want to try crickets? No, I've eaten. Oh, crickets. you said you're you're up to it. No, I, if, if they're selling it, if they're doing yeah, it at a restaurant see, that I'm being told to, it is grasshoppers. Good. Grasshoppers, crickets, yeah. right here, crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Hey. I try it. Delicious. Sorry, yeah. I'm watching Ghost yeah. Fork. Footage. I'm trying to find the actual. I found it and I found an overlay. So the issue is mainly that it's not the pitch itself. It moves. It moves in on righties. It disappears. It, it, moves, <laughs> it moves in on righties, but he combos it with his. With his fastball, which is coming from the same arm slot, it's, it makes it basically impossible to hit. Like you can't see you, the way the ball's rotating; you, you just can't read where it's going. See gonna what go. I'm saying? Ghost bit. ball <laughs> disappeared. Now watch the gyro <laughs> ball. How different is it? Um, from I mean, I don't really game. have time to do yeah, video analysis right well. now. You just did video analysis. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at one, one video. I, we're not <laughs> scouting <laughs> Dice K here. Well, he's not playing anymore. Yeah, correct. Right. What's up, fool? All right, let's just move on. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. All right, so I have a dog walker question because my dog walker started yesterday. Oh, nice. Tuesday. Yes. 20 sorry, bucks yesterday. a day. 20 bucks a day. Um, but they take out like, these fees. They take out like 20% from him, which sucks. For and what? they charge me at the same time. Oh, you're like an Uber driver. What? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of like an Uber driver. They it's through an app it's called Rover, so they take twenty percent of his of what I pay him and take it from them, Uber and dogs. they also charge me. We'll call it yeah. basically, but it's called Rover. Okay. So, but yeah. so the dog walker came yesterday for the first time, and everything seemed to go well. We had talked ahead of time about possibly moving over to Venmo to avoid those fees that we were just talking about. Oh, so but I'm some... kind of having second thoughts. You on shouldn't it. do it. Okay, so... Rover's a Rover's a good service. I've used it. They deserve to make some money off of connecting you to this dog walker. Well, hold on. I have a question in the interim. If it's yeah. like Uber, I get a different Uber driver every time. Correct. No, no. It's the same guy every okay. time. Okay. All right. I was just making sure. I was yeah, like, no. It's the same guy every day. Same person every yes. day. Okay. Yeah. But I also, I feel like there's accountability with the app. So like if something randomly happens the with way, the dog. they have insurance. Right. Yeah. It's why like saving you, both of us. Yeah. Why, why, why would you go outside of the app? Well, because it's to save Enough. him some money. Because Oops, he's sorry. not, he's not, it's 20 bucks a day. If they're taking 20%, he's losing one day of that five weeks. 
Yeah, but, or five days. But here's right, a, but but well, they deserve you. a bite because they connected you. Yeah. Plus, you wanted to pay ten dollars. That's not your. Sure. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, he asked if I would go over. So you're saying don't do it because I was. No, okay. So this is this. The, yeah, this is the. I'm afraid the of first one's free. Dog. The next one's ten. Like, I mean, ask. Let me, you know what? Is it fair to ask this guy how many other people do this of his clients? Uh, I think he said he did have other people that did this. You so know, I just, I'm sure I just, this guy would say, hey, pay me direct so I don't have to right, give a bite up the Right, that's what he's getting at. But, like, that seems... That's exactly what it is. That seems a little shady. Yeah, that's shady. I think you stick with uh, like, the I, And I don't, I, don't love, I, don't, I don't need my dog walker being shady. By the way... That's one thing if you've got some big dealership and you've got, you know, some guy wants to change your tire. He's like, I'll do it for 50 bucks outside. <laughs> so you have to deal with that. That's one thing. I'm just your like dog a, walker, that's a relationship. I'm just kind of afraid. Yeah, like, there's the relationship. I'm afraid you're like, oh, I like this dog. I'm going to take it. And like now, you have no accountability with the app. It's just uh, I'm never gonna be able. To well, I've got a, I've got a question for you. Yeah, twenty bucks a day. Twenty bucks a day. Steve how Mason? much? How much are you going to tip him? So that's what I also. That's another great question for him. Maybe I should have done that tomorrow. But like, what is the right thing to do there? Do you tip him at the end of the week, even though you're already paying him directly? Two hundred bucks a week, right? No, it's a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks a week. So yeah, we agreed you, to a hundred bucks a week. That's oh, it's money a negotiated price. Yes. yes, it's negotiated. Wow, I think you tip him twenty bucks a week. So you still tip That's him twenty percent. You still tip him after paying him directly. Correct. No, if you go to Venmo, you're definitely not tipping him. No, I would say. Yeah, if you go to Venmo, you're not tipping so him. Should but I if just, you use Rover, should I just tip him twenty bucks at the end to yes. kind of make up? for I think it? that's yes. probably the better way to do it because that also gives you a little bit of say over whether or not you want to tip him because you don't necessarily know how it's going to go every week or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if this dude is out here trying to cut side deals. Um, yeah, I well, think we you had talked in, about it ahead of time. To I, be fair. I get it, but I think you stay in the app and you t- and you tip yeah, him. You tip him. App. You tip him separately. Right, the app also like takes pictures for you. Like you can follow where they are. Sure, there's a lot of stuff all that, that goes stuff. On. Plus, there's insurance that comes. Right, along that's what with you're paying for. Yeah, all yeah. that. There's there's a liability and all that right. business overhead. Yeah. yeah. So do not go out of the app. Go Tip out. him outside of the app. Sure. Tip him outside of the app. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Fine right. with that. What's up, fool? That'll do it. No, that's it. All right. I'm looking. You've at, seen uh, the ghost for the ghost. <laughs> The ghost ball really does disappear. Well, the thing, the thing, the thing you got to watch for those of you young scouting people out there. Don't watch the pitch. Watch the batters. You see their reaction and how they adjust. They're clueless. They're totally clueless. It's yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, and he's going to be great, especially until they figure him out. He's going to be really good. He's their third starter. They signed him from Japan and paid a bunch of money. How old is this guy? I don't know off the top of my head. I realized I'd seen a bunch of videos of him answering questions about what kind of food he likes, and I'd never seen him pitch. Yeah, yeah. Just to no, be clear, I'm a huge baseball guy, but also, like, it's just pitchers and catchers. We've still got WBC. College baseball's already started. Yep. I'm getting ramped up when play, position players report. we got He's a lot of 30. other things going on. 30? 30. Okay. 30. All right. All right. Coming up next for you, Bergman is going to tell us about new rules for college football this year. New rules for college football. All right. They're interesting, um, and I, th- I think they're actually going to be a big positive for the sport. Mesa and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.